You're such a bad person. Hey guys, we're back with Terrible Humans. I know we're late putting this one up, but, well, you know what they say. Better late than never. Uh, we went to Houston this past weekend to go see our buddies uh, Miro and Liz, and we intended to do a podcast with him, but you know what? It was his birthday, and we were just enjoying ourselves so much that we just decided to, to postpone that, and we'll try to do it whenever they come up and visit, hopefully uh next month november sometime uh as for this podcast it was just me and Kristen, and we uh we just do what we do best we talked this podcast as usual is brought to you by nobody because we don't have any fucking sponsors yet but um you can keep following us check us out on all your social medias instagram facebook twitter whatever as well as you can find us on apple podcasts google play and Spotify podcasts. You can check us out under at Terrible Humans with a Z. It's T E R R I B L E H U M A N Z. Or you can send us an email if you want to talk to us directly. It's terriblehumans at gmail.com. Stick around for the show. Covered in boys. Like you're covered in boys. You are covered in boys. Oh, they're the cutest boys in the world. Look how cute they are. Jesus. Hmm. I posted this up asking for people to give us suggestions on things to say, and that's the few responses that I just got. Okay. Do we discuss them? No. <laughs> I am not the audience. You're not the audience? No. I am not the one to discuss that with. Bring Sam on here. Take those two bros and you guys go for it. Okay. I will be <coughs> sick <coughs> that day. All right. Well, we'll talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. With uh, with Sam. Thank you, Brian. And uh, who was the other one? Bye. Thank you, Michael Hall and Brian Idell or Edel, however the fuck you pronounce your last name. Thank you for uh, those questions, but we're not going to answer those today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you've you've thoroughly. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna shut it down. <laughs> and Kristen, it Kristen is ashamed to even read them. <laughs> Thanks for the memories <laughs> and the nightmares. All right, guys. Uh, this is Jonathan and Kristen with Terrible Humans. Uh, we're doing kind of an impromptu uh, podcast because we are going out of town next weekend and won't be able to do as many as we had planned to. So we're just trying to um, bank a few of these so that trying to get all stocked up. Yeah, yeah, we can we can actually go and enjoy our trip. We're gonna try to do a uh, a short interview with my former guitarist Romero, uh, who is. I mean, second to Chris, and I guess he's like my best friend. Mm -hmm. He is, yeah. He's your best friend. He's uh, he's the only guy I've intentionally, by accident, called babe. <gasps> <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. And uh, yeah, so that that's a that's a good one. I feel like a villain, but like like the opposite of Cruella Deville. Like I love doggos and. I feel like a villain right now. I'm just like. 
for those of you that can't see this video, because uh, I have been having a lot of issue with our with our video syncing. I've got, oh geez, uh, I've probably got 256 gigs worth of uh, video footage because I, I record multiple cameras uh, with every podcast that we do. So I've got you know face. Uh, face shots and I've got you know group shots of of every podcast that we're doing like even right now we're doing a, a toned down podcast but I've got uh, one GoPro and then I've got a, a, a webcam also shooting uh, just because I didn't want to set up the other two uh, cameras that I've got set up for this mm-hmm. but when we do um, when we do our normal podcast we have between two and five cameras shooting at all times but uh, for those of you that can't see Kristen has Odie, Moose, and Vanna all just... They're surrounding me. They're they are locked on her. I'll, I'm going to take a picture of this. Cause, they're just mm. on top of me right now, and it, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Th- this is this is how we sh- we record our podcast. Just, mm-hmm. We introduce people, you know, uh, bring people into our home, and we're like, hey, I hope you like dogs, because <laughs> they're not going anywhere. They live here. Yeah. Like, I hope you're not allergic. Yeah, exactly. Now, everybody's been super cool so far, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah the dogs have no uh, personal space. They, they have no uh, they understanding of boundaries. personal space. Yeah, they have no boundaries. They have no idea what that is. They're like, you have a bubble? That's cool. <laughs> I'm going to pop it and I'm going to hang out. Yeah, what what right what does Odie do? What does Odie do every morning when you wake up? He's he's sitting here like, like a fist an inch from my face. Yeah. Like, Hey, hey, you got eyes? I got eyes. Let's look into each other's eyes and never break eye contact. <laughs> yes. When I wake up, he's either like on my shoulder just waiting for me to wake up. Wake up, kisses instantly. Or he's sleeping down by like your feet and he'll just like, I guess, notice that I've woken up. He will pounce and jump onto me and he'll snuggle with me and give me kisses. It's the cutest, sweetest thing, but like... It's a lot sometimes. <laughs> it's sweet though. I was really hoping that was rum. Tastes like nail polish remover. No. Fucking Jim Beam's yeah. garbage whiskey. Yeah, I should have put Jameson in there. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, my B. So, uh, just we, chug it and I'll get you another one. We we will do that. I know you're you're pushing for that one real well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we uh, we went through a lot of stuff this weekend, and that was kind of the the reason for wanting to to do this. We went through some good stuff, and we went through some some kind of weird stuff. And uh, uh, I mean, it, it's it started. What did we do Friday? Anything, or was was it all Saturday? I stuff? think it was all Saturday okay. stuff. Friday, we just kind of what did we do? We had like. Um, think we had like dinner and went to spirit or like an off off brand halloween store or something yeah my 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 job's been killing me lately (sighs) and and so i've just been in kind of a funk and i haven't really wanted to do much of anything so kristen's kind of been putting up with a a really moody boyfriend uh for the past week or so now crab apple fuck you (laughs) no Hi, Risa. Come on up. Okay, if you hear the cat, that's because there's one two feet from me. She's come out to play and say, you know, pay attention to me. 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, our uh, our I guess our our big day officially started yesterday. Or no, no, no. That's not that's not what it was. What? Um, I started noticing that my van is is fucking up. That's what it was. It was sputtering, as he said. Yeah. So, I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I we have older vehicles. Uh, she's got an '88 truck, and I drive a '95 van. And then we've got a car that's in the shop that we've been fucking with for a while. Uh, Too long. <laughs> honestly, we've been we've been riding dirty with that. I've been riding dirty with that thing since uh, 2016. The the tags on it still say 2016. Don't judge us because uh, it's been so expensive to fix the damn thing that it hasn't been worth it. I, I bought the car for like a thousand dollars, I think it was, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't worth it to ever spend what what the shops were charging us to fix it. So I would like, I would piece little parts of it together and kind of get it to where we could, uh, actually take care of it. Now we both have a little bit better job. We can afford to take care of our cars a little bit better than we, we had before. So while we're currently looking for new cars, bah, shit. um, we're also trying to fix our old cars. So, uh, I've been driving the Camry for a little while, yeah. And then we finally, I finally fixed my van enough that I can drive it to work. So we put the Camry in the shop, <laughs> and that's a whole other set of bullshit. Uh, but I've been driving the van. I've been driving the van for a little bit, and then I started noticing it uh, on Thursday, Friday that it would, uh, it was having a little bit of issues. Um, and I started doing some research on it and figured out that I probably got a clog in like my fuel injectors or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to put some money into that or just get the fuck rid of it. Um, so we knew we had a busy weekend and so we had the, the choice of, do we take a chance on this van, which the van doesn't have AC in it nope. and we're in Texas and we knew it was going to be almost a hundred degrees every day this weekend. We we're going to be driving around. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, do we drive that thing, take a chance on it and be sweaty you know, uh, really uncomfortable the whole weekend, or do we just sack up and go rent a car? <laughs> so we went, we rent, went and rented a car. We, yeah. we we got a car real quick from Enterprise. Yeah, it was pretty nice too. <clears throat> and we didn't get anything fancy. It was like ninety bucks mm-hmm. for the for the whole weekend. We just went ahead and blocked out the whole thing. And uh, then we went to dinner. We came home. We just hung out. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Saturday morning, what what did you have going on? The the big deal. What'd you what'd you do? Oh yeah, how could I forget? Huh. Hair flip. Yeah. I went and got me a really awesome expensive haircut. Yeah. But damn my hair looks good. <laughs> God damn it looks good. Yeah, we we've we've got a, a, a guy that that cuts our hair whenever we're doing like a big style change or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a dude that's been uh such a sweet guy he's been he's been cutting my brother's hair since he was like 12 in his band minority and then he started cutting my hair at like 14 or 16 or something like that um and he's if he was closer we'd probably go to him a lot more often but because he's kind of a drive and he's kind of expensive we really only go to him when we do like big life altering style like haircuts or something like that yeah like uh, so like when i when i when i chop my hair off my hair used to be like down to my my belly button mm-hmm. when i chopped it off i went to him and then for all the maintenance stuff i go to somebody that's like down the street and costs like 10 bucks yeah for sure but for you you 
you did a whole a whole new style for you, and you're trying to like do an ombre and a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, for I'm your trying hair. to do a whole bunch of stuff with it, a bunch of new stuff that uh, the color thing. I've never. Whew, that's a big step for me because I love my hair color, and I don't. You're very superficial when it comes to your hair. Sure am. <laughs> like I'm the top of the top when it comes to my hair. I'm in love with my hair. Love the color. What I did I tell you I was gonna do to your hair since? since oh, you bitch. Mm. So anyway, I just love my hair, and um, I told her she loves her hair so much I'm gonna <laughs> shave it off in her sleep. Yeah, his his plan is he's like, um, so I'm gonna propose to you, and then the next day I'm gonna shave you bald. He's like, would you ever break up with me? I was like, no, I'd be really mad. No, no, no. I'm this is reverse. I'm gonna shave you bald, well, and then wake you up oh, and propose to you at the same time. So you're laying there in a pile of hair, mm. and you have to really choose. Mm-mm. You have to love me for who I am. <laughs> And the the man child that I am. Mm. No, mm. you seem conflicted about this because because you told me that you would still love me and I, you, would, I, you would still marry yeah, me. I totally would. I would still love you. And like I said, I stick to it. You would buy me very expensive, nice wigs. Like no, until it is all back and it's beautiful again. Yes, it's it's almost Halloween, so spirit is open right now. <laughs> Jesus. I will buy you a shitload of spirit wigs. No. Pink, blue, Bitch, rainbow. Bitch, you can be the rainbow. Yeah, you could. No. I, I will do that for you. I will I will give you that. Jeez. And I will pay for the clippers to cut your hair. You hear this shit? And I will pay for the ring. Even though you owe me a ring first. <laughs> okay, woman. I'll get on top of that. Beyonce over here. Yeah, you got to put a ring on it. You got to tie me down. I'm the I'm the bird that's flying around <laughs> like a shitty crow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, you'd have to get me really expensive lace wigs, lace front wigs. Just like yeah, I pass. I, no, <laughs> I don't care. No, I'll, I'll spend a little extra on the ring so that I don't have to do that. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Just no. I, I don't want to do that part. Mm. I, I want you to have to suffer just a little bit if I got to put out as much as I got to put out for the rings and the cars yeah. and the house and every every fucking thing else. Uh, I, yeah. I want you to just. No. Just You're sit, not supposed sit to do that to the people that you love. You're not supposed to watch. If you knew the things I've done to the people that I do love, like the, the family that I have that I've loved my whole life, <laughs> you would know that you're just right in line for this kind of bullshit. I'm next in line to school. Yeah. No. You itch, bud. <laughs> is, this, is this getting in your way? Oh, don't bite it. <laughs> so what? What else do we do? Uh, what? What? What do we do? What do we finish up Friday night with? Did we? Did we watch the movie that night? Was it? No, we watched it last night. Um, Friday. So we just we went to dinner. Halloween's. No, we did. We did instant family on Friday night. That's what it was. Yeah, we watched the movie then. So we we uh, we watched Instant Family, and th- this is this is something that we've we've talked about here for a little while. We've talked about uh, uh, he was going off on he, this thing. He, the wireless uh, antenna <laughs> is poking him in the side of his face. And he's getting pissed off. At yeah, it. so he's biting the antenna. He he'll bite it. He'll get tired of it, and then he'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah. So in part of our our quick setup, I put us both on on wireless in ears. So that we didn't have to run all this time, and so uh, he, yeah, her her little wireless. Act, he's he's chewing on it right now. I'm watching him. 
<laughs> look at him, look at him. He's chewing on his paws like fuck. I ain't doing shit. Yeah, the thing's like sitting in his eye, so mm. he keeps like scratching it and biting it. That was funny. Just he, put it behind you. Take it off and put it behind you. <laughs> but he's having so much fun. But I don't want him to destroy it. It's too hard for his teethies. <laughs> He'll still put bite marks into it. Oh, he just gave me a look like bitch. My toy is My gone. Toy, I was playing with that. I was playing with that woman. I'm sorry. Blame your daddy. So we ended up. Uh, we we finished out Friday after we got our car. We got we we went and bought dinner, and then we. Uh, no, we went to Outback. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a fun experience too in itself. <laughs> we we went to Outback and uh, we we had we had a few different things happen that that time. Uh, nor- normally, I like Outback Steakhouse. We we've been yeah. going to uh, Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. uh, the past few times. We've gone and gotten steak. This time we we opted for our old place, which is Outback, mm-hmm. and normally we get like uh, blooming onion or the onion petals. We get a steak, and then we get um, uh, like salad or mac and cheese, or you get shrimp or something like that. Shrimps, uh, so damn good. We, we don't do dessert or anything like that, but we just get like the entrees and stuff. Well, uh, when you sit down, they normally bring you. They, they normally come in and talk to you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they bring you like a loaf of bread. Then they take your order or something like that, or they they take your drink order. Yeah, they bring you the the pumpernickel and the butter and all that stuff. Yeah, this time we got somebody that you know sat us down and made us wait like ten minutes before she even came over, and and the place was not busy. Yeah, it was it was a slow Friday night for these guys. Yeah, and uh, you're about to find out why. <laughs> So she she comes over and she asks us like very kind of abrupt what what we wanted to drink mm-hmm. and and was it was abrupt and hard to hear her it was yeah. to understand what she was saying and uh, she asks us what we wanted to drink we both told her and then she goes and gets our drinks and then comes and comes back and brings us a loaf of bread with our drinks mm-hmm. and we we're still talking like we we weren't gonna eat much of the bread at all but we look at it and. I mean, the size of an eraser was a, a a piece of mold. Yep. You know, just right on the end of the of the bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I pick the loaf up and I show it to Chris and Chris goes, no, no, "No, I showed it to you, bitch. No, you did not. Ooh, I girl. saw it. Mm-mm. I saw it. You were lying your nope. ass off. Nope. Because I picked it up. I went to cut the bread and I was like, oh, hey, baby, you want to see something? And you're like, what? And I was like, that's what I did to you. That's what I did I to you. I showed it to you. You showed it to her. You were lying your ass off and you know it. Yeah. Flip your <laughs> fucking hair. I'm going to shave that shit no, off. No. Don't fucking touch it. It's so pretty. So yeah, we uh, uh we we tell the waitress and she goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe that. I can't believe that they But the the monotone voice just th- threw me off a little. She's just like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Yeah, like looking at us like, "Are you you still want it?" Or Yeah, she, what, what what do you what do you What do you want me to do about it? What do you it? want me to do about that? Like, go, what do I do? Can, you know, hey, can we you know, get rid of this because it's got it's got mold on it. We don't we don't want moldy bread on our table. Mm-hmm. And she comes back with the excuses of, "Well, I just looked and it was the last one in the box." 
Which, first off, don't tell people that your bread comes out of a box, even if it really does. Don't tell people that your bread comes out of a box. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, I just I just looked and it, it was it was the last one out of that box. So I guess that box was old or something like that. I go, thanks for bringing us old box bread. Right. And then I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, what about the people before us? Fuck. Yeah, exactly. What would what, you do? Um, and so they... She she comes back and says she'll bring us another loaf of bread. I was like, I don't really want another loaf of bread. Yeah. But uh, then she sends over her manager. Her manager said, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Um, because you're being so sweet, we'd like to offer you a free appetizer. Like, all right, that's that's fine. We'll, we'll do cool. we'll do a, an appetizer. Um, so we do like the the bloom petals or something like that. Normally those are those are really good. We've we've had those lots and lots of times. For those of you that don't know, times. it's a it's a fried onion pull off thing. It's just fried onion strips. So good. But they they bring us one that's like it'd been sitting under the sun lamps or yeah. the heat lamps or something like that. Is it was, it was it was warm, mm-hmm. but it was like burnt. It was burnt and it was super dried out. Yeah, it was. It was really like shitty. it has been sitting there for a while. And and we're not the kind of we're not the kind of people that like send a whole bunch of shit back and throw you know a hissy fit or something like that. But uh, we get that and we're just like uh, okay, we'll just we'll not eat that. That's that's okay. And that that bums me out because that's one of my favorite things about going to Outback. We were just like we weren't going to spend the money this time since we just rented a car. We were just going to save a few bucks. So. The fact that they were offering it to us for free, it was like, eh, all right, we'll we'll go ahead and eat it. Um, but while we were while we were discussing that thing, we hear behind us, or Kristen hears behind her, the people uh, that had ordered something. Yeah. So the the people behind me, they they started talking to their waitress, and their waitress all I hear I hear, oh yeah, well I know that was grilled, and the other thing was this and this. I'm so sorry you didn't like it, and. Then, it was a older couple, and the guy, he's like, he said something, I guess, along the lines of, like, I think it was undercooked, and he was just like, yeah, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. And I'm pretty sure, he, I know he sent his food back, and then... He sent his food back, and then his wife went to go talk to the cook. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. gets up, runs to the kitchen. Yeah, she was pissed. And started chewing out the cook while we're, while we're still sitting there going... Oh fuck! That that's not a good sign of how our meal's about to go. Mm-mm. But they ended up having problems, and they ended up just leaving. Um, yeah, they di- they didn't eat at all. They uh-uh. they dropped their food and just like they, just, they rolled out the door. Yeah, they left. They were over it, and so we ended up getting our food eventually. And when the waitress brings our food out, uh, I get shrimp, and they're fried. They're individual. So yeah, I guess they could fall off the plate well they did and uh well she brings them on a tray yeah like yeah. like normal so yeah. she's not like carrying you know uh loose plates but she brings over my plate your plate my salad and i think a couple of drinks mm-hmm. all on the same tray she sets the tray down on the little tray pull out table thing mm-hmm. and dumps your plate on the side yes dropping couple of shrimps couple of your shrimp not the shrimps and you're already pissy about that kind of thing because you love shrimp i do i and, love seafood and I, I i saw it and i go hey babe 
do you want to grab your shrimp off this tray? Like, give you the opportunity right. to grab them because it's your food. You don't want people like putting their fingers in your food. No, and I don't. This want woman, else to touch like our, our waitress, like no hate on the waitress, but she she walked up smelling like cigarettes, and neither one of us smoke mm-hmm. regularly. Like we do cigars every so often, like when we drink or something like that. We're yeah, not, like, we're, we're just like the occasional like. Smokers when we drink, but that's it. Nothing on a regular basis, but again, it's like cigars. This lady came in like she'd just come from the cigar bar (laughs) and trying to hand us our food, so already, like, not not great. Yeah. But then uh, she drops drops your food Mm. onto the tray. It's not on the floor, but it's on the tray. Which is no big deal. And I ask you, do you want to grab your your shrimp? Mm -hmm. And before I got the words completely out of my mouth... She had stuck her big goofy fingers on your shrimp. On my shrimps. And picks them up and tries to hand them to you. <laughs> and she asked me, she's like, hey, do you still want these? I go, mm-mm. <laughs> Kristen like covers her plate goes, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just like, get away from me now. You've done me wrong. Yeah, that was, that was pretty shitty. And yeah. Yeah, so that was our dinner. That was great. Yeah, so dinner dinner was, was interesting. Well, it was a little weird. A little weird. A little up and down. And then uh, we get out of there, go to the little Halloween store. Little, little tiny place. It was cute. Had some fun there, messing with stuff. Little fake cats. Yeah, we, we like uh, we like like pirate ships. We like uh, guitars. And we like hol- excuse me, Halloween and uh, like uh, haunted kind of things for our uh decor here in the apartment and then spooky shit like my my office has got batman stuff hanging up in it so we've got a few different like themes so when halloween comes around of course we we go like pick apart all of the uh the halloween stores for any kind of decor stuff that we can find Mm -hmm. i was excited Uh, we we went to a spot yesterday and saw that that 17 inch slimer from ghostbusters Mm -hmm. i got really excited about that stupid thing i don't know why yeah Nostalgia. I, I guess I've never. I, I think I've seen Ghostbusters a couple of times. I just liked the character of Slimer. Mm-hmm. I think from the cartoon. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I like the movies a lot. They're dope. But uh, yeah, we uh, we we went there and then we came home. Mm-hmm. We decided to to pop in a movie. Yeah. And we watched uh, Tom Segura's new movie with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Rose, whatever her name is. I don't I don't remember. Brian, uh, Brian, I don't know. Uh, some, some, some. I don't know. Movie's called Instant Family. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's based on the director, who adopted a group of three kids, because um, he didn't want to like separate a family apart. So, but he yeah. got all three of them. I almost said he bought three kids. Woo. <laughs> <gasps> But yeah, yeah, he he uh, he adopted three kids. So this is it. it's kind of based on like the ups and downs of of him going through stuff, and and that's one of those deals. I'm, I'm not going to talk very much about the movie, but that's one of those things that we've we've talked about a few times because mm-hmm. you're <clears throat> you're you're not big on the on the whole kid thing. Mm-hmm. When when I met you, you didn't want kids. I was flat out like, I'm sorry, bud, but no. Never gonna happen. And I told you I did want kids. Yeah. And then I was still kind of like, oh, cool. But 
now that I've been with you seven years, I'm like, damn it, I want a baby. But we, we've we've talked a few times because you're one of the big reasons that you don't want kids is you don't want the the birth. Yeah, don't. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. If surrogates weren't so expensive, I've said this numerous times. I would be like, you're gonna carry this thing for me, birth it. I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna raise it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Because I just, I I don't have a high pain tolerance. I'm so scared that you're just going to. You get sick like every three weeks and you're right. just, you're broken. Right, I get broken. sick super easily. I have a horrible immune system. And I've watched my cousins go through their pregnancies. I've seen my mom. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't know. I guess I'm a weird, weird type of woman. But I just don't understand. Like, I get it their miracles and they're this loving little squishy thing but why would you intentionally put yourself through carrying this watermelon for nine months and just like in so much pain and like you're fucking miserable and it's just like oh yeah but i have a kid I yeah just, some there's something in me that hasn't clicked and i don't know if it's like a maternal thing that hasn't clicked or like or whatever it is, I just feel like I don't have I don't have that like maternal instinct. Or well, the the way that you were with with your mom, yeah, it's um, probably you, got a lot to do with it. You kind of acted as a mom for your yeah. brother and sister for yeah. for quite a while because she she went off and partied a little bit and little bit. and left you kind of as the the surrogate mom. Yeah. I was a bit of a caretaker for my younger siblings. One of them is 5 years younger, the other one's 10. Um this girl and boy. They're little hellions, I'm not gonna lie. They they're heathens when they were younger. They were hard to handle. But I mean Well, like even now like or you even when I met you when they were uh when they were much younger mm-hmm. um you would try to put in some type of discipline to to kind of keep yeah. them you know Ryan would go do some fucked up stuff or your sister mm-hmm. would just throw an absolute shit fit she was like 10 when I met her yeah she'd just throw an absolute shit fit and you you try to like wrangle them in not like ground them or anything no. like that but like try to uh let them know they can't behave like that it's exactly not yeah like, you can't just throw a fucking fit every time you don't get your way. And, like, they would. They would scream. They'd cry. They'd just go fucking crazy. But, like, at the same time, like, I get where they were coming from because, like, they're, they're doing that for attention because they want their mom. Well, even when you'd wrangle them, like, you'd get them calm. She would fucking rile them back up. Your mom would kick it back into overdrive and let them do whatever the fuck they wanted to. She would. She, she would just fucking come in, take that rug pull it right fucking out and all the work that I had just done to get them to like a good point where they were they were fine with going to school they were starting to listen they weren't getting in trouble in school and I'm just like you've got to be kidding me like she would she just it, 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 it was crazy it, it was crazy how quick it would happen yeah mm-hmm. you, you'd be stuck with them like your mom would disappear for like a week going to casinos or something like that yeah she would just go for like uh, like weekends, but it was like every weekend. Sometimes it'd bleed into the week, and I would be like, "Are you coming back? Like, what? 
what am I supposed to do? And that like, started when you were like 16 or, or earlier, right? So I met you when you were 20 mm-hmm. and it had been going on for quite a while. Yeah. Probably, probably about 15, 16 is when it really, really like, I felt like I was, yeah, I'd say about 16 is when I really had to step in and put in some work with them and really feel like I had to be their parental figure mm-hmm. for sure because I've never told my mom this and she will probably never hear it because I think it would rip her in two. Definitely now since we have like a okay relationship. But my sister, she ha- she was young. She was a baby. But she was old enough to, to kind of see what was going on and put some things together. Know that some things were wrong, some things were right. She was getting to that age. She... She was hanging out with me. My mom was up in the shower and she comes to me, sits on the couch with me and she looks at me and I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, can I ask you something? I was like, yeah. She's like, can you be my mommy? And I was like, oh, shit. She broke my fucking heart. And I was like, I can't be your mommy. I'm your sister, but I'll always be your sister and I'll always be here. And she's like the disappointment on her fucking face. So... And she was like, okay. She went off to play, and I was like, fuck. I'll never forget that. Mm. Oh, man. That was the hardest thing I had to do is tell her no. And I always felt like her mom. Yeah, I know. You still do, and and she's... Oh, she's scary. She's scary now. Yeah, she's, she's 17 years old now. She's like 16, 17, and she's... She... She's got a lot of issues because of my mom and like I understand where she's coming from because whatever she's going through right now is the same thing I've already gone through but she's being super stubborn and won't understand that like I get it. She thinks I don't but I totally get exactly what she's going through right now and I tried to explain to her hey just like if you need something you have to let me know you have to talk to me and tell me certain things but she's also figured out how to manipulate how to system. manipulate all of you so she oh she lives God. with she lives between her mom and her her dad who they've they've been on and off again for like mm-hmm. 20 years or something like that yeah they've been off and on since i was i met him when i was 10 and then yeah a little bit later i got emily so yeah, I met him when I was ten. So she, they, they kind of get together and they break up. And they get together and they break up. They're very toxic. And it's it's never good. They they both kind of like they feed off of each other, and uh, neither one of them really wants to be parent. Yeah, they. But they both want the respect of being a parent. Yeah, they want the respect and kind of the the gloatness of like I'm a good parent or whatever you know but they don't want to they don't want to get down and put the work in with the kids and you know form a, an actual bond and relationship with them they just they want that cover that cover of we're a perfect family but well even, even even with that like the you know uh, uh, they just want the, the like dad a, I'm not even gonna say their names the no. the, the dad just wants 
everything to kind of like work around him. He just wants to be able to come in whenever he wants to come in. Mm-hmm. He wants dinner to be made and he wants to, you know, disappear whenever the fuck he wants mm-hmm. to disappear and go hunt and, you know, go to the casinos and spend all his fucking money. Mm-hmm. And then the mom kind of wants to do that same thing to, you know, to her uh, mm-hmm. interests. And it's like, well, you've got a. Uh, you've got fucking kids. You've got a teenaged uh, girl. Who's now dating a twenty-one-year-old boy? I don't. I don't honestly know how old he is. He, he says, says he's seventeen. Says he's seventeen. But when you look at this little shit, he does not look seventeen. Well, he's sleeved up. Yeah, he's also sleeved up. He's yeah. got he's got tattoos up and down his mm-hmm. arms. He sure Somehow does. Somehow at seventeen, doesn't have a job. Right. And uh, I, I. Oh no, he has a job apparently. Oh, does he now? Yeah. Um, cause when my sister was talking about him, she's like, well, he has a job and he doesn't let his mom work cause she had cancer and she needs to recover. She's in remission, but you know, he takes care of her. I was well, like, remember the- when your mom was in the hospital and, <laughs> and she, he yeah. wouldn't let her come yeah. to the hospital and visit her because he was looking for jobs. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I do remember that. Right. So he, he, he didn't have a job at one at point. point. Yeah. But she, she was telling us all this. I'm like. Just because he takes care of his mom when she was sick or anything, I was like, that doesn't make him a fucking saint. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, Tell a young boy. I was like, You're so naive. <laughs> I was like, I get it. Like, I, I was probably, I know I was that naive when I was her age, but like, shit. I'm like, just fucking listen to me for two seconds. <laughs> like, what, what will it do? It won't. Swear, just fucking listen to me. Nah, she's too stubborn. She's a little redhead. Says anything. She a firecracker. Yeah, she's a she's a real asshole. Yeah, she can be. But when she wants to be nice, she can be really nice. But it's usually. But how much of it is actually her being nice, and how much? That's what I was gonna say. It's usually her one something from you. She will manipulate. Hey, I'm gonna be super sweet just because I want this and that and that. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah. She uh, she she claimed that she was getting like uh, hit by mm. her parents, mm-hmm. and uh, she asked us if she could come stay with us for a little while. We're like, yeah, we didn't have any reason not to believe what mm. she was saying, so we we let her come and stay over here. And history with with her dad. Um, I was just kind of like, well, all right, fine. You can come stay with us. So she kind of comes over for summer a little bit. And uh, that turned south pretty fast, I want to say. Um, yeah, we I, I don't I don't know if you can you can tell this about us, but this is the majority of our relationship. You know, we we sit on the couch, we watch TV, we're. You know, I work on my motorcycles and Kristen paints or I work on music and you know. we're we're a bit of homebodies. Well, not not even that, but th- that's not what I was getting at. We're 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 low key. We're low key. Uh, we're, we're not super excitable about stuff. We when we hang out with our friends, we, we get out, but we're not like we're not going all the time. Uh, to go, you know, to bars or clubs or movies, even to to really do anything like that. We just kind of hang out. And we enjoy just being around each other. Um, 
that makes you sick. We're so goddamn cute. Yeah, we we don't we don't fight very much, and when we do, it's it's very it's calm. Yeah, it's still the, pretty for calm. the most part. It's it's more of like a it's still more of a talk, but for the most part, it's always pretty calm. You know, compared to compared to how my my parents fought when and I was mine, a kid. Yeah, it we're we're super tame. Yeah, we are super tame. Um, but then you throw in somebody like like her sister. And it is a whirlwind for yeah. us, you know, because because we we have, mm-hmm. uh, I I have I have no desire to to come home and start fighting. I have you know mm-hmm. I I got sick one of the days that uh, her sister was here, and I had to deal with this hellion mm-hmm. just running rampant through our house, and it was like having a toddler in the terrible twos. Uh, you know, just throwing a hissy fit in our in our home, and our home was like we've got we got three dogs and a cat, and they're they're more calm than she was, mm-hmm. you know. And like even when they get excited about shit, like they're more calm. Oh, yeah, bud. it was it was it was very very. Uh, was, I'm, I'm not going to go into details on it because I, I feel it's a bit personal, but just yeah. just know like. This is how the majority of our, our relationship is. You know, we, we sit here, we talk, we watch movies or something like that, but it's very uh, calm for yeah. the most part. Like, that's that's part of the reason that, you know, I, I love it so much is because yeah. it's, it's just... We have a little age difference, but, like, our personalities match up quite well, and we see eye to eye on a lot of things. I know he is so damn cute. He's just like passed out on my knee. Look at him. He's so, oh, and he's so chunky. Just love him. But we see eye to eye on a lot of things, even when it comes down to like decor for decorating and shit. We see eye to eye on a lot of things. And like, oh man. And when she was here, we, we stood really strong though. We, we didn't falter from each other, which was great. It gave me a little eye opener to see how he would react and handle things. Cause I was a little interested to see how he would handle Emily. Um, he strayed once. I'm not going to tell you why, but he did. And, uh, he did really good though with her. I'd say he, he stuck his ground for sure and did not let her run over. And oh my God, pissed her off even more. But damn. Yeah, we did pretty good. We both were collective and stood together and she hated it even more. But that's what you got to do. You got to stay just grounded with each other. Cause, Vigilant. Yeah, for sure. Because they will. They'll fucking knock you over. If they can, they see any opening, they'll take it. But I bring all that up uh, only to talk about, uh, not to dig on her sister or her family or anything like that, but to bring up, you know, your your lack of desire for children. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I feel a little bit like I kind of did that mom thing with them. Like a lot of people tell me all the time, it's different when they're your own. I'm like. I know, I know that, but it's hard for me to be like, they're not mine sometimes. I mean, 
it's just hard for me not to mom them. It is so hard for me to just sister them. And it's well, something... Well, even when you were you were working at the, the child care centers mm-hmm. there for a while, you, you did like uh, uh, daycare work. Yeah, I did like a kids and, club and daycare. for a while. Yeah, I did nannying too. And you, you were very maternal to those those mm-hmm. kids as well. So it's it's not a matter of like she thinks there's there's a a comparison of her own kids versus these kids. It's like yeah. she's been around any kids, and she's like, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to be around these kids at all. Yeah, even when they're cute, even when they are well behaved, and they're sweet. But, I'm but still then you just... throw in the motherfucker kids mm-hmm. that like destroy all desire to even want to be alive much less want to uh to coddle them yeah you know the the desire to then take that and 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 step it up a notch of uh okay well you're probably not going to sleep very much for the the first like six months to a year Mm -hmm. uh you're gonna be changing dirty diapers you're gonna be it's so expensive yeah they're super expensive and all all that kind of stuff and so we've we've gone back and forth because uh I do want kids. Uh I would like to have my own kids from from an early age I was told that I was supposed to have kids. Uh and I always com- I wasn't told that. I mean I was I was told that's like what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You you get married, you have kids, you have a family. Mm-hmm. Um and I always based it on my parents' relationship. Uh, I don't know that I've talked about it on here. I know I've told you this, mm-hmm. but I always kind of base it on my parents' relationship. My m- mom was uh, married the day before her 18th birthday, and my dad was 20 when they when they got married. You know, they they had the parents' permission to have my mom married off, um, and they were poor. You know, they were they were very broke. They lived in like student housing. Uh, at her college for years mm-hmm. because it was free or you know super cheap mm-hmm. and it was something that my dad could do or could afford while my mom was you know going to school mm-hmm. um, and my mom worked like a part time job making you know a few bucks this was you know the eighties mm-hmm. so money was not even as abundant as it is now yeah and they lived in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So it was all, it was even even less, you know, opportunities were even even smaller. Um so uh they they did that for a while. They they lived off potatoes for like 8 months, I think it was. They like mm-hmm. literally all they had was some oil and some potatoes. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever wanted to hear like a Bubba Gump story of shrimp, <laughs> uh my parents have that of potatoes. And it's <laughs> It's depressing to, to say the least. Like my mom talking about how she couldn't afford a car, so somebody gifted her a go kart. Yeah, and she would drive back and forth between her job, her school, and my grandparents' house in a go kart, pregnant. Yeah. So that <laughs> so that she could get potatoes and and go home and and you know have food to eat. Um, and you know my dad busting his ass working as much as he did, but then they they had me when. My mom was 22. Mm-hmm. My dad was 25. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they had my my middle brother, uh, Ryan, two years later. And then they had Joel. Penn. Uh, Ryan Penn. Ryan Penn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who passed away. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had Joel. 
two years later. So my dad would be 29 and my mom would have been 26, something like that. Mm -hmm. So before they're both 30, they had three kids altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad had found his career. He he became a fireman. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mom had finished her degree, her first degree. Yeah. And I think they'd moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. All, you know, in, in that amount of time. So when I was growing up, I knew all that stuff. And I kind of thought that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the, in the same way that I, I always thought, like, you know, you, you can't be a musician past 30 or you can't make it in, in the music industry past 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just based on what I'd seen. Yeah. Uh, unless you'd already made it, you weren't going to last. It was the same kind of thing with with uh, starting a family. I'd seen all these families starting at like 20, 22, 24, something like that. And then you have their kid, you have the house, and uh, by the time you're 30, you're kind of in it already. You're settled. Or settling. Yeah, yeah. you're getting to that, that range. That nesting. And, uh, you know, I was, I was 30 and still playing local shows and Mm -hmm. you know uh we had dogs and we were living in you know a little apartment in in, uh garland and you know no had no money i think i was i was out of work on my 30th birthday Mm. or 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 close to it yeah um you know not not making near as much money as i'm making now yeah and i know you were in even a, a worse situation than what you're in now oh yeah and and thinking about us throwing some baby in the middle of this, not even getting married, not not even thinking about the the costs of uh you know a, an an engagement ring, a, a wedding ring, a you know engagement party, wedding, honeymoon, all that shit. You know, take that off the table. Do just like go just as a piece, pay whatever it is like two hundred, five hundred bucks or something like that to get you know, marriage rights and and do it in front of the JP. You take that off the table and then you throw a baby in the middle of that. Yeah. It's like, what, what what's a baby cost? Like a million dollars over their lifetime or something like that, I think they mm-hmm. said. It, it's some astronomical number. I'm like, oh, good grief. I, I can't even imagine doing that right now. Right. And then all the while, I, I sit here and fight about, um, you know, I'm I'm hurt currently. You know, I have, I have uh, neck issues and, uh, it keeps me from doing a lot of the stuff that I, I really enjoy to do. And, uh, you know, I, I worry about getting getting worse mm-hmm. and what that's what that's going to bring. And before anybody says it, it's not from fucking headbanging. <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> I, I play I played a show. And then two weeks later, I started a job and I noticed it on the first day of my job. So. I, it had nothing to do with the show. It, it had nothing to do with headbanging. I wasn't headbanging at work. I was just working. <laughs> I, I don't know what I did, but I know it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm hurt, and it keeps me from doing a lot of the stuff that I love. And I worry about getting older, and you know, not not only, oh, not only getting older and, and not being married and being able to like have that time together, but not being able to give you like the, 
the wedding that I feel like you deserve, mm-hmm. the wedding that I, I know you want. Like, I know you'd be willing to go to the, the JP with me and just yeah, get married. Of course. But it's not what you want. It's not what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I want our special day to be a special day. Right. And not in the... And, and I'm going to throw a bunch of monkey wrenches in it by, by saying, you know, well, we don't want to do it that way. We don't want to do it that way. Like, I know there are ways to do it uh, quicker and cheaper, but it's just not what we as a couple want. And it's not, I know it's not how we want to remember our legacy yeah. later on down the road. That's just, you know, I, I know you can have like a cheap wedding today and then in a year when you saved up some money, you can have, you know, your more extravagant party or whatever it is. It's like, I know we can do that or we can just wait and do it then. And then we don't have to have like the asterisk of we got married two separate times. Right. I don't want the asterisk. Same. Yeah. It, I, I just rather do it either just decide we're going to do it cheap and we just call it that or we blow it out and do it the way that we want to. And I'd rather just do it the way that we want to. Same. Um, Speaking of that, we're looking at dresses the other day. <laughs> Where are you now? Oh, yeah. I need to stop. They're so pretty. And I found one. And I was like, oh, no. How much was it? Um, like 900 and something. I was, I was thinking it was going to be way higher knowing your taste. No, um, the place I found the highest their dresses go is like 1200 and lower. It's a boutique in Arizona. And I was like, looking at Etsy or something. Uh, mm-mm, okay. no. but, um, I was looking at their prices and it like, s- they have a statement that says, all of our dresses are like twelve hundred and under. You will not pay over. And there's That's one. It's still so crazy for a dress. I know. I'd be like, is this ever gonna go on sale? <laughs> Let me. I'll wait until it goes on sale. Right. But I was just like, oh, oh, damn. And then, yeah, I looked at one of them and I was like, Ugh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't get why that shit's so expensive. I don't either. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't either. I, like I, know, I know it's a special custom dress. Yeah. But, like, why has it got to be... Why has it got to be so fucking expensive? Well, I always wonder that I'm, about... I'm very everything. certain I could go get a custom white shirt made mm-hmm. from scratch mm-hmm. for under, I don't know, 100, 150 bucks. Yeah. You know, like, pick the fabric out have the the seams and everything like that done i could probably get a whole suit done well maybe not a suit Mm -hmm. a suit would be expensive Mm -hmm. because off the rack when you're buying the the coat um the coat's gonna be anywhere to you're probably gonna start at 200 and you're gonna go up to like five pants usually are lower but they start at like 75 go up from there and then you know, you got, if you want a three-piece, if you want a two-piece. So, like, if you want that three-piece vest with it, you got to pay extra for that. Mm. And then tailoring, tailoring, ex- that's where it gets really expensive. Because I got to take all that time and labor to make sure it custom fits to you. That's yeah, where it gets expensive. I, I guess that does make sense, but... Mm-hmm. A, a, yeah. a custom suit, you would normally wear a lot. Mm-hmm. 
you would wear it. Yeah, if you're going to a lot of functions, if you're doing a lot of things, then it, it makes sense to have this nice pristine custom suit or tux or whatever it may be. But like... I guess the the designer doesn't give a shit what your plans are for no. the suit. Like you, they they're making the dress for you to wear it every day, essentially. Yeah. But you know, and they know, you're only going to wear it once. Exactly. So they're they're still putting the same amount of custom flair and uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the this the the handcraftedness into it mm-hmm. that they would for somebody that was going to wear it to every event that they go to. Right. Even if you're just going to wear it the once, so I, I guess I do get it in that in that way. I just never sat down and thought about it. Yeah, working in the small wedding part that I did mm-hmm. opened my eyes up to a lot of shit, and then being able to talk with like brides and grooms about what they're doing, what it's costing them, and all right. all of that, it was just like I was like, whoa, yeah, I okay, get <laughs> I get that. Thanks for letting me know. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, with, with all the 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 stuff kind of holding us back from even getting uh, engaged and getting married and stuff like that, wanting to do things the the way I feel is the right way. And and one of the things about me is like I I'm very headstrong when I feel like something is the right way. Yeah, you know I'm I'm very much determined. Like you're not going to change my mind. Um. And there's just certain things you should do. And and one of those things is like your your wedding is one of those deals that's a a, a big deal. Yeah. And, you know, it's a you, big you, event in your life. I, I plan on only getting married one time. No divorce. You know, it's it's just never something that I was. It's something I was brought up never to, to even consider, really, is just like you, you make you make it work. Um. And that's that's having somebody that's or that's that's having parents that have both been divorced and your parents have both been divorced as well. So my I, mom's been divorced like five six times. <laughs> but shh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I I was still brought up with you don't get divorced. You f- you find that person that you really want to spend the time with, and I, and that that's part of why I'm like I'm kind of glad that we've got like this long drawn out relationship. Mm-hmm. As much as we do, because we've been through a lot of ups and downs already. It's like we yeah. we missed a lot of that honeymoon period of like these yeah. people that know each other for six months. They get engaged, yeah, and they're engaged for six months, and they get married within like their first year to eighteen months or something like that. Yeah. And then they they find all this shit out about their significant other, and it's like I I don't want to live with you. I don't want to be with you. I don't want to you know do anything with you. So let's let's get divorced, right? And then you're you know financially stuck to this person for you know if you didn't do a prenup which prenup is a whole other thing mm-hmm. um you know you're you're stuck to this person it just becomes a real bitch it's like well why don't you just take your time from the start yeah i just don't think there's anything wrong with that like you don't need to rush into anything you just you just do it at your leisure do it on your timeline. Don't let people sit there and push you and be like, oh, you guys can't live together because you're not married. Oh, my God. Premarital sex is terrible. And it's wrong. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. It's like in our generation now, we are very different and we're a bit more open to things like that. We're not as hasty. We're not going to be just like, well, some, some of us, some of us. What are you talking about? I feel like I feel like a lot of people nowadays don't want to get married. 
I feel like people are just going to be like. But you think as a as a whole we're not as hasty? Mm, I guess. I guess not. I, I feel like I see somebody getting engaged oh, and married yeah. like every fucking That's day. That's true. You're talking to me about yeah, that, that one dude. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess I can see that. I just think about some. some oh, oh, never mind. I thought about another person. Oh, I know a lot of people. I, I know she likes to be engaged a lot. She I, I know a lot of people that that get engaged that have been engaged multiple times in our relationship time. Yeah, and then I've known that they've been engaged more than that before we were together. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, my brother and us are like a few of uh, you know the the. Sm- are in the small group, I would call it, the small group of people that, like, are okay not being married right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm f- I've been fine with it because, like, I feel like it's a good thing. Like, you take that time to get to know your person and know that they're the one because of certain reasons. But, like, you don't, you don't have to feel, like, for lack of better terms, trapped. Or anything like that. And then like when you decide, you know, yeah, well, I like, would actually like, the, I would like to marry you. And then, you know, you can go forward with it, but you don't. Oh, my God. Like everything he does is so cute. Eyes are rolled back. Yeah, he looks creepy. <laughs> he looks like a little zombie dog. He's laying on my leg right now and he's got his head like tilted back up against it. And it's making his eyes look creepy. And of course, he's got his little teeth showing. He looks like a little zombie dog. He's twitching. He's alive. Um. But with the uh uh with the marriage thing, mm-hmm. you know, we I didn't want to rush into that, and I I worry about th- that's that's the other side of it is like I don't want to rush into it, but I don't want to be like I don't want to be old. You know, when I when I get when I get married, Mm-mm, I worry I about either. being too old for, you know, because I, I want to get married first. And then I want to have kids. I'd like to have a house before we get married. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're working on that part. Um, but we, uh, you know, we, we've already started kind of having the, the conversation about about having kids. And I worry about being too old. You're you're 27. Yeah. And I'm 33. And <laughs> with this fabulous ass hair. So Ooh. so you're Ow. you're you're still young in, in in my mind. You're still, you know, twenties age. Yeah. We're talking about like waiting until you're L- like mid to late thirties. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> talking about mid to late thirties. This bitch is gonna be old before we not before we get married. We're hoping to get engaged this spring, mm-hmm. and then hoping to get married, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the following fall, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe a, a year and a half engagement where we get we get married probably in the fall time. It will most likely be in the autumn, fall, winter time. That's what we like. Yeah. Um, so we, we we've talked about a lot of that stuff already, but you you know with. Um, when, once we do get married, we still wanted to wait a little while, we so that yeah, you know, I I got to enjoy my twenties and didn't have, 
you know, a, a rug rat kind of attached to my hip or you right. know, I, I had Kristen, but she <laughs> she can feed herself at least. And I think she changes herself most days. Most days. <laughs> <laughs> what we were, I would say that we were lucky because like in his 20s, he got to, you know, do his thing. And then I met him when I was 20. But. I was lucky. I'm not going to lie. I was very lucky to meet him when I did because, dear God, I needed it. But mm, before I met him, I kind of went through my party 20 phase. And I was just kind of like, I'm kind of over it. I'm done. Like, I partied hard when I was in, in that, like, 18 to 20 phase. And I was just kind of like, well, I've done it. I've been there. I've done it. It's time to grow up. But, like, it's been a struggle for me. It still is. But going through all of that and having him really put in so much work and we're to the point that we're at now, we're still doing a lot. But we've been super lucky to not have the added stress of a child. We've been very lucky. And I know that a lot of people, you know, they love kids and blah, 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 blah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be all triggery. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I feel like it's made our relationship so much stronger because we could focus on each other and get to know each other without having this added Well, no, person. no. If- if we'd have been in an earlier part of our relationship, I'll, I'll be I'll be straight up with you, and we would have had some of the fights that we had early on. You know, mm-hmm. when when we do have a fight, you know, it's it's not loud, it's not violent, but it's it's an argument. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a it's an actual argument between the two of us. But you throw a child in the middle of that, I can imagine that it would just be it would be turned up a whole nother level. And I can imagine that there would have been a lot of either breakup or divorce talk. Yeah. Because it. Yeah. We we went through some shit at one point and, and, you know, trying to bring you out of what you were in from an early age. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I have. I have no desire to have a child through all of that stuff and Definitely deal not. with the the kind of stuff that we have. You know, we yeah. got we got dogs, and I'm not comparing children to dogs, but we we have our own little family. Yeah, you know that we have to take care of, and even that to us is is kind of a it's a stress. You know, when you're in the middle of a fight or an argument or something like that, and to think, you know, we can put our dogs in a kennel and we can go grab a bite to eat, and it's no big deal, but you can't really do that with a baby. Um, good grief! He's creepy as shit looking. That's that's going on Instagram later. But we uh, but we we started all this talking about instant family. Mm-hmm. Um, it we watched it because it's something that we've talked about. We're Kristen's scared of having a, you know, a, a natural birth, a natural birth or a C section birth, any, any type of. Pregnancy. She she really doesn't want to like. Uh, you don't come back from it. I don't care what you bitches say. I don't think you come back from that shit. I've watched things. Okay. No. Fucking over it. No. You don't. Quit telling me you do. Put my foot down. <laughs> Sorry. I had a moment. But we've talked about either having one that is ours 
and then adopting but i am always and will always be fully on board for adopting i just think it's it's a great thing yeah uh we we, we kind of started having this conversation when uh they were talking about uh the the government or the the news or something i forget where it started was yeah. talking about defunding planned parenthood yeah and uh you know like making abortion illegal yeah. And uh Yeah, when all that the, really started turning up a notch is when we were just kinda like, What do you think about adoption? Yeah, because uh, not to bring it back to the fucking Christian thing again, but I, I, I feel like I have to say it. Um, based on how I was raised, you know, abortion is wrong. And it it shouldn't be I've I've always kind of felt that it shouldn't be used unless it was like imperative. It shouldn't be used as like a plan B mm-hmm. uh pill or something like that. And and you you can crucify me all you want if you don't like my opinion on it. It's just I I would rather see the, you know, ha- have the baby find a home that it deserves. Now, the other side of that is I feel like the the costs for like adoption and uh, you know giving up a baby or, or whatever, I, I feel like those are just astronomical. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I do think you should find a, a family that uh, you know can fully support a child, I don't feel like it should be where you're basically buying a baby legally. You know, I, f- I feel like that's kind of fucked up. Um, and that to me would make it where it's easier to actually adopt a child and you would see a lot less of these kids being stuck in the system like they are. Um, and so it, it, it kind of got me thinking like if I had that stance, I needed to be willing to adopt. And I'd never really kind of thought about adoption before um, outside of like the, yeah, I'd, I'd adopt a kid, you know, or I'd adopt that kid, you know, if, if uh, you know, whenever I've, I've babysat kids or something like that or worked in a daycare or something like that, I was like, I would, I would totally adopt that kid. I'd love that kid. Um, but it was never anything like serious. And then, you know, knowing Kristen's thought on on having a baby, you know, it, it made me start thinking about like what other things we can kind of look into. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was, that for me is, is like, where the adoption thing really kind of came into and and we are you know this this isn't an announcement to say that we're adopting we're we're so far away from that we're we're going to get married first we're going to have a ho- a house first we're going to make you know a spot for a child whether it's uh, a natural birth or whether it's an adopted birth but this is this was kind of rekindled when we watched this movie mm-hmm. um and something that I kind of wanted to open to other people to think about uh and and you know, talk to us about, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to talk to people that have adopted. Um, I'd love to talk to people that have, uh, adopted multiple children or, uh, you know, a, uh, um, a mixed family. Um, uh, I, I don't really have a, um, a preference on a, a, a race or anything like that. Like I, you know, I, I I love I, I feel like I love every race the same way, and uh, um, you know I I have no no prejudice or anything like that in in anything like that. And Kristen's the exact same way, but you know families that have 
adopted, you know, multiple kids of the same family or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and then if we decided to do like one of our own and then an adopted kid as well, talk to families that have, have done that and how that affected, uh, how that affected them. I, I'd love to be able to know, you know, was there a struggle of you like loving one more or, um, or did that, that child ever come to you and say, you know, sometimes I feel like you love, love so-and-so more because they're your own. Like, I, I want to get that knowledge and get that information and and see see if that's something we can do, if we can handle. But, like, I would I would love, love to to adopt one day. Yeah, we're a, we're a couple that loves to research. Yeah. And we, you know, we... Everything we do has some type of research in it. I spend most of my days, even at work, researching you know different topics and stuff like that. But yeah, know. we get something that just pops in our head, and we're like, "Well, let's look it up." Yeah. So like, we, like we were we were doing something earlier today, and I was wondering like, I I don't know why it popped up, but I was like, "How the fuck did underwear get started?" So I was fucking googling it for like I don't know thirty forty five minutes, just reading up on it, and I was like, "Really?" Yeah, it just. I don't know. Popped in my head. What the fuck? Oh, it was because Nana was wearing her diaper. I was like, oh, she's got a little underwear. And then I was like, I wonder how that started. So, yeah. Way to kill the vibe. You're welcome. But yeah. Uh, well, what can I say? If you know anybody or if, if you've heard uh, from anybody or if your family had any kind of interaction like that. about that uh, if he's open to it. I don't know how much of it was his, mm. like, being picked, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. But I'm, sure, I'm sure we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a big one that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did love the movie. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Tom Segura was by far the funniest part. That's a big trout. <laughs> what? That's a big trout. That's a big trout. Um, we we watched a couple of other movies this weekend, and uh, we saw a terrible movie this weekend. Mm. Uh, we watched the new live action Aladdin. Come for it, just come for me. We did not like it. Fucking come at me, and like it. Did not like the live action Aladdin. There was just so many. I was oh. mad at it 10 minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. It was just disappointing. When I don't I don't know if this is a spoiler, um, but spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. You know, five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler. We're talking about Aladdin, the 2019 live action movie with Will Smith. If you don't want to hear this, then skip ahead, whatever it is. And But we're going to be on this you don't for have about to hear like... This few ten, minutes. Ten, ten, 15 minutes. It's, it's about to get real up in here. So, um, this movie. I, I, I can't imagine that anybody that, that listens to this doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But the live action remake was with, uh, I mean, it's, it's a real people movie mm-hmm. based on the Aladdin cartoon from Disney. Yeah. Like twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. that had nineteen ninety two. Yeah, it came out when you were born. Ooh, and had uh, 
it's not even arguably uh, one of the greatest. One of the greatest. I'm not even going to say it's arguable. It's not. Uh, one of the, the greatest comedic minds that I, I feel like we've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, Robin Williams yeah. as the genie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had, you know, voice actors. It had uh, Gilbert Goffrey as, as Iago. Yeah, he was really good in that. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, had had uh, had just wonderful songs. It wasn't the 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 perfect. Um, okay, the animation. No, it wasn't perfect. Yes, today's animation is great. We've gotten better at you know making it look more real. But people that grew up with those Disney movies feel that nostalgia when they watch them for that an- animation, like. I will say sometimes I miss it because it's just a nostalgic thing for me. But at the same time, it's like sometimes when I see those older movies, it just like brings you back to a time and you kind of miss seeing that animation in some things because like everything's a, a certain way now. And But that's that's getting into opinion. Yeah, your opi- that's my your, opinion. Your on opinion on this one, and, and I'm, I'm going to say that, that that's your opinion for this reason. That's your opinion on the animation style. Yeah. That one, people may like the newer, the newer style yeah, animation. Which is totally over fine because it's really fine. good now. You it is. cannot argue that there was a better version of this movie than there was the way it was done originally. Yeah, I agreed. Their version of trying to remake it, they tried to. Um, bring feminism into it they tried to make it pc they tried to urbanize uh, urbanize they it. brought in 2019s all the 2000 2000s culture and good god it's annoying and they annoying. took they took away the the heart of it by trying to no nobody complained i, I can't i can't think of anybody that complained about anything that was wrong with unless it was like the uber christians that complained because there's like a a prostitute scene uh or the brothel scene at the very beginning yeah probably the the um or 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 based on uh jasmine's like skimpy outfits or whatever i can imagine that somebody said something about that but she was fully clothed they were fully clothed that is part of what you might see in a street rat kind of environment yeah exactly what whatever um i will give the new movie credit they did those i think better um but they fixed the small things but the things that they fucked up they blew it out of the water in the new version versus the old version and then they took the heart out of it and just stomped on it um you know we we watched a few uh um interviews with with will will smith today about you know what he what he went into whenever he decided to take the role uh as as the genie in the new film and um you know what he what were his his uh worries and he said he, he worried about the whole thing because you know how can you beat uh robin williams version? how can you fill those shoes and when when you're in a situation like that, what you do is you don't. Yeah. Not not you don't create the character. 
you can create the character and then put his lines in it or redo his lines. Mm-hmm. You they could have reused the dialogue, mm-hmm. not his his vocal cuz I'm I'm sure you know his family would have had a had a reason to say you know his his estate said you know we don't want to be a part of this we're mm-hmm. not giving our you know our our okay to use robin's you know likeness in that in that movie or whatever mm-hmm. but you could have used the original dialogue which i'm certain is still sold to disney yeah and given it to will smith and said do it this way right base it on this character change it how we have to so that we don't get in trouble with the family we Mm -hmm. don't get sued with the family but we did it right the first time Mm -hmm. so why do we change it right um the the new movie does the same thing that every will movie does for me um you know suicide squad came to came to mind i like suicide squad as a comic um, when they brought it to live action and they gave uh, a, a dead shot to Will Smith and he basically took over the fucking movie and it became a, a you know, a, a biopic about dead, dead shot. That, that's not what the fucking, you know, uh, that's not what the comics about. Th- no, that's not what it's about. He is a main character, but it's not uh dead shot and these other characters as well. Sa- yeah. Same way. It shouldn't have been centered around Harley Quinn either. You know, I, I don't. I don't think that's they are main characters, but it's about all of them, not just these people. Mm-hmm. But with, uh, and I, I don't know if it's like his camp that's making it. You, you know, making these choices, and it was you know him him putting all the money in, or him like s- seeking out to to redo this movie. So he's like, well, I'm going to put myself in every spot that I can. Mm-hmm. But he just he made it just a mockery. He made it just so bad. Yeah. Um. You know, from the from the intro, from the intro song, mm-hmm. where uh, the in the in the cartoon movie, it's the traveler. Yeah, um, the traveler. Well, yeah, it starts off with like a um, little merchant guy on a camel. Yeah. Walking in, and he oh, yeah. does his little like spiel it's a funny it's a funny part mm-hmm. of the movie well in this one they give away the ending <laughs> <laughs> you just heard an Otis and sneeze they gave away the ending at the beginning of the movie yeah which is that spoiler again that will smith is the genie and that he's married to uh this woman and they have kids mm-hmm they don't try to like disguise it, which is what they did in the in the cartoon movie. Yeah, they gave him, uh, you know, they 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 drew him differently, mm-hmm. uh, so he looks like a completely different character. Right, but he's still he's still funny. Yeah, they started the the live action movie out with like him telling this this story, mm-hmm. and it looks like a soap opera. Yes, it looks it looks like um, what did I say? It looks yeah like a soap opera set. Or a Broadway set. It doesn't, and that, and that's another reason it doesn't feel like it's got that heart in it. it and just, every, everybody looks like they're hanging on for the next line. Yeah, like the kids react too quickly because mm-hmm. they're they're just trying to hit their marks. Right. Uh, Will Smith is is not funny no. at all. He's not funny. He's not. Uh, I I didn't find him. Um, 
enjoyable to watch at all. And it it just it took everything from the original and just like shat on it. Yes. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. And it, it just like it feels like And it's it's not even just hate on Will Smith. It's hate on the whole movie. Yeah. The whole movie was garbage. Uh I, I don't I don't care about the the whitewashing or unwhitewashing the 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 you can pick the characters as they are I think they you know for the most part except for like the fucking handmaid uh, I think they were all decent picks yeah they, even though people complained because they weren't uh, of actual Egyptian descent or, or whatever it was they you know they because one of them's a, an like English Eric. actress one of them's a uh, a Canadian actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is a completely white woman. Yeah, and um, they're not like Arabic or anything like that. N- not Arabic or anything Indian, exactly. Anything like that. Yeah. Um, th- they just they didn't pick good. I I don't think they picked great characters, but I'm I'm taking that out of it. Yeah, for sure. We're just focusing on like the the movie and. I mean, you you can cut. you can take bad. Bad looking characters and make a good looking play. I mean, yeah, schools do that all the time. They don't have people that look exactly like them, but they do the best they can with what they got, mm-hmm. and they make you know decent decent uh, school plays that tell the story and you can enjoy what's going on. So you yeah. can do it with the wrong people. I'm taking that side of it out of it. Mm-hmm. You could do it with you know Bollywood actors and actresses and. Uh, you could have done it just as well, or you could do it ten times worse. Yeah. But they used, you know, a big name character like or a big name actor like Will Smith. Yeah. And basically tried to shove him in every hole. They just fucking focus the whole movie around him. And then at the same time, yeah, he's fucking playing Genie. We get it. But I was I was waiting for some type of tribute to to Williams. Like I was waiting to find or to search like through through the whole movie, just something that was kind of like he did this great. We know that. Let's pay a little bit of a tribute to him. Yeah, I mean they they brought back things that uh, were in the cartoon, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't do any kind of reference to the 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 actors the original time yeah it d- it didn't reference any way that said uh you know we're just making this a live action version which is what people want exactly people like, don't want a reimagining of a good story this no. is not you know based on a true story mm-hmm. or based on a you know a, a whatever this is we made a live action version yeah. of a story that everybody loves and the people that are coming to see it are coming to see it because they loved that version of it. Right. It's like for me, you know, growing up watching those Disney Disney movies and then they're like, Hey, we're going to make life action ones. I was super pumped. I was so excited because you're taking what has already been done greatly and wonderfully and that you've enjoyed and just, taking it and putting a live action, just putting real scenes, real people and keeping the story. And then they do this shit and they just, they just tear it to shreds. They just make it garbage. 
It's like, stop changing so much of the original. Like, why would you do something that like that? It was already good from the get-go. Quit changing it. Yeah, it uh, it made us so mad. <laughs> we we watched the movie. We started the movie at like ten o'clock. Yeah, we watched it till midnight. I, I think it it lasted about two hours. It made us so mad that we put on the cartoon version immediately after. We were both tired. We we're both like getting ready to go to bed, but we were we we're so angry that I put on the the cartoon version of it and we watched the whole thing of the cartoon version yeah. of it and I'm sitting there like giving commentary of it and being like you see this shit this the thing that pisses me off about it you know it, mm-hmm. they they did this and they did that and made it just it was terrible you know they they, they, like, they made they made <laughs> if they would have filmed this from a live action Broadway show it would have made more sense yeah um and I would really hope that they do that because I think they could they could accomplish that showing better. Mm-hmm. Um, if they figured out a way to work that into an actual show, Will Smith would be probably a good a good version of that. And you know he's got the type of charisma for it. But if you're just remaking this and showing, hey, we can do all these things with these characters, don't fuck up the original version that was perfect. Don't take out the stuff that everybody's expecting. You know, they take out the the snake scene with Jafar and the hourglass and scene the hourglass with Jasmine and Aladdin, Aladdin saving her. I was I was expecting that scene to happen. I wanted that scene to happen. It was one of those like high climax peaks in the movie that you know kind of rises up brings it down but like you're expecting to see that they're making a live action of what has already happened you're expecting to see those events take place and when they don't it just oh pissed me the fuck off and from from the feminist standpoint i'm not I'm, i don't claim a, a, a feminism or anything like that but I, I will say i appreciated the new versions uh the costume designs. No, not that wasn't what I was getting at. Okay. Uh, I appreciate the new version's uh, embrace of letting Jasmine take over as Sultan. Yeah, the the empowerment. Because that makes sense. Yeah, it does. The original the original version was twenty five years ago, so you know, uh, feminism hasn't gotten to where it is uh, now, which is you know that. We're we're much more accepting that women can can control shit and run shit and you know why why couldn't a woman be sultan? We're we're trying to put a woman in the White House right now. We we're we're making those strides. So it makes perfect sense that we would say, uh, you know, Jasmine absolutely knows the kingdom better than Aladdin, who is a bum essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would you put him in charge of the kingdom? But in the original version, that's not so much how it was. So saying that Aladdin is now going to uh, the rule the kingdom, uh, that was that was much more a normal thing. So the new one, uh, Jasmine wants to wants to take over the kingdom for her father. It makes sense that they would say, "Okay, you know," at the end of it, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that one. Um, them. Ugh. They, they do that step forward, and then they take away that same thing at the beginning, mm-hmm. 
when uh, her and Aladdin are running from the uh, mm. uh, the guards. Yeah, they're running through the through the market. They go up to the roof, and Aladdin jumps from one roof to another using a a pole. And uh, Jasmine acts scared, and basically Aladdin. Uh, has to coax her and talk her into it. Exactly, coax her in, into into the jump. And in the in the cartoon, he puts down a, a a a board for her to walk across. And before he's even put the board down, she's jumped on her own. She's like, "Fuck you! I can do this myself." You know, I'm ballsy. I've already jumped out of the 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 palace. I made my way out. And I'm you know I'm I'm running. I, I'm, I'm a just, badass. Exactly, I'm a badass. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. And in this one, they make it so that she's like a timid, you know, little brat. Yeah. Kind of at the at the beginning. And yeah. then she flips a switch and she's like talking back to the sultan. Yeah. Uh, you know, later on in the movie. And uh, it, it, it it's like in the original. She she knew who she is. She knew that she wanted sultan at some point. You know, she she. She didn't have to feel that. Well, she wanted love. Yeah. She she wanted she didn't want to marry because she was forced to. Yeah. Even though, but the the timeline of the the first movie mm-hmm. was that they had three days until her birthday, and she had to be married by her birthday. Yeah. Um, and then eventually the sultan said he was going to pass, and she would need a husband to run the kingdom with her. Yeah. This one. They didn't rely so much on that part, but just that she had to be married off mm-hmm. and that the new guy was going to have to run the kingdom. And it was essentially like they were selling her off yeah, uh, so that they could expand the uh, the land of uh, Agrabah. Yeah. And so, so they took the love part out of it and they made it a uh, mechanical thing. Yeah. And she just doesn't want to date. She doesn't want to fall for an idiot. Mm-hmm. So she falls for Aladdin because he's streetwise. Mm-hmm. It, it it took a lot of the heart out of it. Yeah, it did. But yeah, I like the original. How like Jasmine's like this this tough go getter. She she knows who she is. She can stand her ground. She's like, you know what? I don't need a boy. I don't need you. When and she's that way through the whole movie though. Like. She gets put into situations where she she might need help, but like she she can fend for herself. She's fine. And then you've got you know the new one where they make Jasmine this just like you said this this timid brat who at is, first yeah at, at first, first and then she weirdly switches yeah. What I want I want I can't remember when. Like how how it transition the worst transitions to everything. Well, she's so. timid when she's in the market, and then she's she's bold when she's in the palace. Yeah, yeah. She's timid when she meets Aladdin. Like she doesn't know how to how to do anything, mm-hmm. which makes sense uh, to like her uh, um, in the in the cartoon. She she gives the apple to the kids, yeah. and they run yeah. off. And then the guy goes to cut her arm off mm-hmm. or uh, cut her hand off for stealing. Yeah. Um. They even took that out. Yeah, they they took that part out and and made it where there wasn't really any trickery, Mm-mm. Uh, except for like the the bracelet, the yeah. bangle thing, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um. 
It did. It just it, it took all of the the transition sucked. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, her attitude, like her timidness versus her boldness. You know, in the different locations, it kind of, it just wasn't good. It, did, it didn't fit. It didn't sometimes make sense. They made and Aladdin look like he was Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. at certain parts. Half the time, I'm sitting there going, parkour. Well, that, and then uh, when they show his, like, little loft area. Yeah. And he, he like, flips the switch and the, you yeah. know, the, the, the stairs pop out of the side of the building. Right. Which, who the fuck, like, what kind of poor kid has a... A right. secret hideaway like that, right? You know the secret entrance, and then you get into his little loft area upstairs. Mm-hmm. And he's got a he's got strings hanging down that's holding like rugs over his stuff, and he goes and turns a crank and it lifts up. So you got more Spider Man shit or more like Iron Man kind of right kind of stuff. This like technology that he's like invented, like shit that he's like come up with and invented to be, you know, have like this more cozy, comfortable life. It's like no, it's like Homeboy was a was a hobo. Yeah. Not he, a smart hobo, just a street like street smart hobo. Yeah, exactly. Like he he's he's not that guy. Like why are you putting this persona on him that he's not? Like he as they you know, they call him, he's a street rat. Like he's he's someone that has been poor and he's uneducated and he's not going to have And had fleas. Yeah. Like they said he had fleas. Exactly. Like, he's not that guy. Like, quit putting certain things and expectations on these characters that they're fucking not. It just pisses me off. Yeah. Makes me so mad. It's like, quit fucking ruining everything that we liked about the original. Just, like, fucking stop. Ugh. It's so annoying. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and then adding in a a love story for Jeannie... Yeah. Was ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, adding in... They, they took out the pompous prince mm-hmm. uh, th- th- that had come to uh, uh, court Jasmine and yeah. got his, his pants ripped by, uh, yeah. by Raja. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added in a dipshit prince yeah. for comedic relief Yep, because they took out I think they knew they took out all the funny and they had to put funny back in. Yeah, and they did it shitty. Because Will Smith was not funny. No. He was not charming. He was not... Uh, there, there, there was nothing good about it, I think. No. I, did, I didn't see a single part that I was just like... One of the things that, that made Genie, The thing that made the movie so good was Genie. Yeah. I, I mean, that's really all it is. The, yeah. the songs were good. The characters were good. Mm-hmm. But it was fucking Genie. Yeah, for sure. And, and when, when Robin Williams didn't reprise his role in The Return of Jafar, mm-hmm. it felt lacking. But they brought in a character that did it well enough yeah. that he could at least imitate a lot of the, the mannerisms mm-hmm. and the, the, the voice features that, yeah. that he did. There was none of that. And Will Smith even said he, he yeah. intentionally, like found a niche in hip hop uh to make genie like his own it's like nobody wanted your version of genie no and i will fucking say that every goddamn second like i did not want his version of the genie that's not what i was expecting that's not what i wanted i wanted the original but done live action 
That's what everyone fucking wanted. It's what we were all expecting. And they 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 personified him. I, I mm-hmm. feel like they they made Jean. They took the fun of Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Um, who is a all powerful, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they just made him Will Smith in blue paint. Pretty much. And then I was I was saying that when Genie does his intro song, um, you can just like when you you start listening to the music, you you hear. Yeah, you hear Fresh Prince. Yeah, you do. You fucking hear it, and it's Will Smith. You're expecting to hear it. You're you know you're going to end up hearing it, so you fucking hear it. It doesn't matter. It's just it's there, and you know it's there. And, and it's, it's, it's so not, it's not us hearing something that's not there no there's actual notes there yeah you know the the notes are like there, there's a song in the original uh aladdin that uh that has notes from beauty and the beast mm-hmm. uh in one of the songs and then uh, i think it's the uh, i can show you the world song has has some of the same notes like a, a chord progression at one point mm-hmm. um it's got the same chord progression as, as a song from beauty and the beast yeah you can hear those same kind of things those same note progressions in his his intro song and i was telling her uh you know it's going to be a bad version of genie when he he does the bad version or the bad intro from the get-go from the start yeah if you ever watch a comedian and they come out and they tell a really shitty joke and like aha yeah that was fun you know they're going to be bad the rest of the time like they're not going to get any better Mm-mm. um he did that exact thing. He came out with like the half-assed version of his intro song. He's like, so what'd you think? I'm just kidding. Here's the real thing. And then he does that version. He's like, no, I've already, you've already lost me. I already hate you. I hate yeah. everything that you're doing here. Like that wasn't fucking funny. And and we, bo- we both went into the movie like really hoping. Like, I had such high hopes. Really hoping that the whole thing was going to be yeah. as good or better. And like, being okay with like it's not gonna be robin williams it's gonna be different like it's god was it not robin williams and no it was not better it was just it just sucked it did it sucked all the way around to the front back side to side it sucked it fucking sucked i would not recommend it to anybody wouldn't let my fucking dogs watch it they did watch it though they fell asleep half the time. They were asleep half the time. But uh, uh, yeah. So we've we've dug into two different movies now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of of all that stuff, we went and looked at houses. Yes, that was an adventure in itself too. So we, we've we've got a realtor, and um, uh, th- this is this is our first house. We're 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 learning all of the things from the from yeah, the we're start. F- we're first time home buyers. We are learning the process. We're learning how to find things. We're learning how to understand everything that goes into buying a home. And it's been it's And been we're we're aiming for the stars from the yeah. from the from the get go. Like if we're gonna pay for this for thirty years, uh, yeah. you know, we want all the stuff in it that we'd want we know what our budget is we know what we're not willing we're we're willing to spend up to we've gotten pre-approval so we're good on that one um now we start looking at houses that that fit our budget and 
we hired a realtor knowing that uh, or based on what she said, which was she can kind of help guide us through, you know, good houses, bad houses. She can see a little deeper into the, the MLS listings than we can. And she's probably been to a lot of these properties as well. And she can kind of tell us a little bit about them. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we're, we're torn right now. We're looking at houses with pools and houses without pools. We've, we've never owned a house with a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, We've both lived in houses with them, and we know how how enjoyable they are, but never had to do the maintenance or the upkeep with them or anything like that. Yeah. So we're a little bit on edge with uh, with what that uh, w- with what that brings. Yeah, with the everything that comes with you know bills and water bills yeah, and you know maintenance and you know having to fix anything or whatever that's there. Yeah, and you know when when you walk into a house. If, if you're not expecting to fix her upper, you kind of want to walk into it and it's yours. It's like move-in ready. You know, when, when you uh, when you move into an apartment, and I know I know it's different. I know it's different. But when you, when you move into an apartment, you expect that basically everything's done. You do like a quick walkthrough of like, these are the things that are not done. And the complex basically decides whether that's um, a big enough deal that w- they'll deal with it. And they'll fix it for you or they just say, okay, we're not going to charge you for that whenever it's done. You know, if you've got a hole in the wall when you move in, likely you wouldn't have picked the apartment in the first place. But they'll normally come and fix that right away. If your AC unit's leaking or something like that, they'll come and fix that pretty quickly as well. Um, But like if the paint isn't done perfectly over the the window, they'll probably just say, okay, we're not going to fuck with that, you know, (laughs) or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um but with a lot of these houses, uh, they say that they're perfect, they're moving ready, and you know the the pool is crystal blue, and um, you know everything is is perfect, and and all this all this stuff. And I, I guess I always kind of assumed that they'd been inspected in one way or another, and somebody was verifying these things. Um, and I was. I was sorely mistaken. Yeah, we both were. <laughs> we both were. Yeah, we uh, we we went yeah. to the first house we went to was in uh, a city called uh, uh, Garland, uh, right on the edge of uh, White Rock Lake, and that I mean honestly, we we went there because there was some stuff in the listing that we were just like, we have to see this. Uh, we didn't expect that it was going to be perfect. Well, no, we didn't expect it was going to be perfect. We no. knew there was going to be some stuff yeah. kind of wrong with it. The pool looked like it was, it was miscolored. Um, and, uh, it looked like there had been some kind of dodgy stuff done. And it was an older house is like a, an early seventies house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we knew that there was going to be some weird stuff, but we got in there and holy shit. Was it, it? Was, it was bad. <laughs> it was a fucking wreck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know where to start with that. the the main The main thing I think was this house had a. Uh, it said it had a sunbathing deck on it. Yeah, uh, it was a one story house, but it had a a uh, stair lift over the over the pool. Yeah, so you could go out there and sunbathe on it. And so uh, we looked at the backyard, and the backyard looked nice. It, it you know they they taken good pictures of it, and the, whoever's doing the pictures for the MLS is a goddamn genius. 
because uh, they they make them houses look. They either they good. either look like they belong Photoshop. to Manson, or they belong in museums. So it's it's one or the other. Somebody's either going there with a really shitty GoPro one, or an iPhone 3GS and taking 720, you know, uh, pictures of these places, or they're they're they've got the best angles of anybody I've ever seen. You know, MySpace girls would be. Would, would should take since but um yeah we, we went and checked out this place and uh the sunbathing deck wasn't really a deck at this place no nah, it, it was it was a an attachment that somebody had built mm-hmm. after it was an afterthought it was a it was a whole like separate apartment mm-hmm. built onto the top of this fucking house yeah and had a a deck built to it so you you could get to it it was a second story kind of deck thing mm-hmm. and they'd put like a uh i mean it is it was like a a pool room or like a bar kind of thing like built up in this this place and the house was was decent but it had central ac that ran through the whole place um you go out here they had a a giant like a uh window ac unit shoved out the wall and this thing held up by a chain so that it didn't fall and bust through the ceiling or bust through the roof on the uh the house um and somebody had built this thing out of basically two by four and plexiglass uh and it looked like it had been ransacked by uh like some squatters or something squatters or drifters or something like that um the the whole front window like they put uh, you know, double paint or a, 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 a openable windows on the front of this thing, so you could sit in there and you could see out the pool, and you could actually see out into the lake, you know, a little ways off. Um, but they were yanked out of the wall, uh, like at the center point, the the cross point in all the windows. It was fucking awful. Yeah, and. After talking to our realtor before we went and looked at these places, you would think that the realtor, A, would have kind of done a little research and been like, hey, I know your budget. I know what this one's got going on. You may want to avoid this one uh, Mm -hmm. because of of these things or or whatever. Instead, our realtor was following us around, watching our our faces as we get more and more shocked at this place and like, so yeah, you you can fix that, can't you? And you know we can we can totally do something about that. Like th- this house was so old, it didn't have. Uh, we we found out it didn't have uh, a a proper ventilation system. It had what's essentially like a a shop vac uh, or a shop fan in the ceiling in the middle of the the house mm-hmm. that sucked air out uh, from the the center of the house. And um, I, I've seen that one other time. I don't. I don't know what they're called, but she she thought it didn't work, and I, I ended up finding the light switch that that turned it on. It he turned it on, and that bitch was so fucking loud. Oh my god, it made me jump because I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Well, it's, it sounds like a shop fan. It was it's so, like, you yeah. know, like. A giant mm-hmm. fucking fan sucking air out of your house. I'm like, you. Uh, 
You lose a hat in that thing. Yeah. You know, to stand under it and the hat will fucking fall off your head mm-hmm. and get sucked up into that thing. Then you're dealing with that. It'll be fucking shredded. Exactly. It's huge. Yeah, it was, it was pretty ginormous. And then these people had put, uh, they had rewired it, rewired the bedroom lights with mm. like aftermarket Chinese uh, dimmer switches or yeah. something like that or fan switches or something like that. Yeah. So instead of a, up and down light switch or a you know a knob you know the real smooth like 300 uh, 180 degree turn knob that has like a push button kind of thing these had a a, a breaker brick looking yeah. thing They're that had a, a four position uh fan switch essentially yeah that you could turn on and when you turn the lights on they sat there and the, the they just flickered at you I was, I was like that's that's giving me a headache just sitting here thinking mm-hmm. about that like really bad warehouse lighting or like hospital lighting like creepy yeah. hospital lighting yeah it was like you know and stranger things when like it starts fucking flickering exactly yeah. um yeah that yeah they definitely had some electrical issues in that in that place that and, we did not want to dive into and I, I i get that the houses are are old some of the houses are old and uh but this one was not well maintained it wasn't mel- well maintained, but I was going to say something else. I was going to say uh, the the houses are old. We we knew that the houses were old when we walked in, so I know that things aren't the exact same way that they were back then. People are a bit bigger, um, you know. I don't think I'm I'm giant, uh, <laughs> but I'm. He's a fucking tree. I'm big. I'm three hundred pounds, six three. Uh, I'm I'm not a little guy. I'm definitely not twiggy by any stretch of the imagination. And every every house that we walked into that was like all but two, I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah. Uh I couldn't fit through the doorways to the bathrooms. He'd have he had to turn to the side, so he was like going through diagonal. Yeah, and he and could not go through any of the doorways straight on. The only doorways he could go through were like the the hallways, the hallways, and like the doors front and back. That's it, because they opened wide. That's it, because they were wide. That's yeah, the the there was no closets in this place. Oh, the closets were bad. Uh, for whatever reason, the master bathroom had a uh, it had a step into the tub. Yeah. Or had a step into the into the shower that also had one of the like the sliding style doors. So you had to step up and step down da- and like squat down to get into the tub. At least yeah. I do. Kristen does, and I'm sure it was perfect for her. Um actually I it it would have been fine for me, but I did not like that step. That step would be slippery as fuck. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like, I know for sure I would have gotten hurt multiple times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have slipped all the time because the the shower doors are an older style. So they're and they were a bit flimsy. And so they, they're not very sturdy, not good, good for you to hold on to. So I probably would have tried to hold on to that. Plus, you've got this tiny little step right in front of the tub that you have to put your foot on when it's soaking wet. And then, you know, you have to step down. It's like it was just too much going on for a fucking bathroom. Like, And then this that, that's no. the master bathroom. Uh, and it was it was open to the hallway so you could get in there. Uh, so it was your guest bathroom as well. Yeah. So the master and the and the guest bathroom are the same thing. Uh, yeah. 
and then you've got it had two it had spare rooms and they had like a Jack and Jill bath. So it was you know there was multiple bathrooms. Yeah. But this one like I've never seen a master bathroom that was was shared with the like the guests. Yeah, me neither. It's normally very separated. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it yeah, it's always like off. But that that was a weird 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 house. And then for some reason there was uh, a random step into the so you had to step up to get through the doorway uh, in the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you got into the house, there was a step down into the living room. And that step down was repeated to every entrance or every uh, different hallway in the rest of the house. It's not like one there was just one step up and then you're in the rest of the house. Anytime you went into the living room, you had to step down. And anytime you came out of the living room, you had to step up. And so to go into the to go from the living room to the kitchen, there was a step up to go from the the living room to the the dining room. There was a step up to go from the living room to the bedrooms. There was a step up to leave the house. There was a step up and then there was a step down to go down the the pathway. Like, what the what the fuck are you doing here? It was unreal. It's like I'm at home. I don't want to do fucking cardio. I don't want to do stairs when I'm at home. No, no. Yes. I'm going to be lazy and walk on flat ground. And and, and our the, dogs. the the whole the whole t- our dogs would love that. <laughs> love but the that. whole time our our realtor is kind of following us around, like asking us, like, so what do you guys think about this? Are you yeah. excited about it? And we we kept like pointing out the bad stuff and saying, you know, how much this house is not our fit. Yeah. And she's like, well, you could always just raise this up. You could always just do this and this and this. And we're just like, no. Like we're we're first time home buyers that are looking for a move-in ready house we've told her multiple times yeah that we're looking for a move-in ready house and you know we we know what we need as far as what we're we're looking at and we're just saying you know flat out this this is not it this is not the one yeah and we we, right. we went to we went to five houses yeah uh yesterday and all but two of them we we flat out told her like these will not fit and then one of them uh, it was too small, but we loved just about everything about it. It would have been the perfect house had it had like what? Another five hundred square yeah, feet. I'd say another five hundred for sure. It would have been the perfect place. Yeah, we're. I mean, in, it was just in doing this this house search. Part of the re- we we like our apartment. Our apartment's fine. It suits us perfectly. There's there's no reason for us to move whatsoever, other than the fact that we're trying to make a studio for Kristen's art space. And trying to make a studio for uh, this podcast and you know my music stuff, so we're trying to kind of separate them in our own living spaces, make it more comfortable. Plus, having uh, you know workspace for you know my my workshop uh, for me building my my lights and building my uh, my motorcycles and, and yeah. working on cars and stuff like that. Like those are the main things, and then we also kind of want a pool. Um, so. We're in no real rush to move, and we've told our realtors like we're not. Our our lease here is not up until June. Um, we can buy out of our lease, which is fine, but we're not in any real rush to move. So like, don't be super pushy or anything like that. Like we signed mm-hmm. a contract saying that we would look with her for for six months or so, but uh, we're we're just we're so not in a rush to. No, to get into the wrong place. Like we, we, we want to find something, you know, as bad chilling. as as bad as anybody does. But we're not 
willing to give up like what we want for that. Definitely not. And, you know, uh, when we tell, you know, when we tell her we need at least, you know, this many square feet, she starts showing us places that are five, six hundred square feet less. Or she will show them astronomically out of our budget. She she has shown us a couple that were just like out of our budget and we're like, why are you not getting that we're staying in this area? Right. Square foot range and price range. Like Yeah, I mean she's she's done better about that part. She's gotten better. She's sure. she's done better about that part. My my issue with her is is the you know, you're supposed to know more about these places than we do. Right. We, we're not hiring you for a tour guide. Yeah. Because basically what she's done for us at this point is she's given us access to the... Uh, to the houses to look at. Well, to the MLS yeah. uh, portal mm-hmm. so we can actually see what houses are for sale right now. Mm-hmm. And she made a, like, uh, a search for us for pools and mm-hmm. without pools. So she did those two things, which I can go in and do both of those right now um, in about a minute. And then she gives us access to the houses. So in the contract uh, that we signed with her, we're going to pay her or the the seller is going to pay her 3% of our sale Mm -hmm. um, for her work. I'm like, I mean, for that, if we could save 3%, you could tell me what these house, where these houses are, and give me access to them. But I guess it's like it's a safety thing. They don't want to let just random people, you know, in the houses. That to me is not worth as much as what we're paying for this, though. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm if we're getting a tour guide, like I want that tour guide to know everything about this. I house. want that fucking tour guide to start leading me through the house, not sit behind me and be like. Or be able to give me information yeah. that I can't read off the MLS because I'll I'll have the I'll have the the paperwork or I'll have the the the, uh, the details of the house pulled up. Yeah, the the site pulled up mm-hmm. so I can read everything, and it's like having a teacher read off the same packet that you're reading mm-hmm. and trying to catch the stuff that you miss. I'm like, I'm not missing anything. I want to know like. Hey, before we get into this place, can you tell me what what's going on with the the rooms? Have they actually been measured? Uh, well, it looks like they're ten by ten. I know. Have they actually been measured? That's what I want to know. It's like were they measured correctly though? Because we're standing in it, and this furniture is not very big. And yeah, I want to know. Hey, has, is is there any damage that we should know about this house? Yeah. Uh, is the pool falling the fuck apart? Uh. Because that that happened a couple of times yesterday, um, without us without us knowing anything about it. <laughs> Made me so fucking mad that last house. Oh, mm. oh, made me so mad because the house the house is gorgeous, fucking perfect. It is everything we're looking for. It is the right size. Just everything about it was perfect. Right. And then you get to the fucking backyard. You look at this goddamn pool. And it's it's li- literally falling apart. There's a stack of tiles by the hot tub. And you, you can see where they have fallen off. There's, All, there's tiles in the pool. There's tiles in the pool. And because the plaster yeah. around the the hot tub 
uh, is actually falling into the pool. Yeah. It, it looks like it's like a, a volcano crumbling. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or like a, and then an you can tree, see like, where on one side where the pool has has started sinking. And you can see on in in the pool just like the pumps aren't going, just all all of this shit that's wrong with this pool. And then you sit there and think, fuck, how much is this going to cost me? Right. And then on top of it, we have to get, sir, please do not try to talk here. He's touching my boob. And, and our, our realtor knows that we have no clue about these places. Exactly. We, we have, we've never bought a house. We don't know anything about inspecting a house. So, you know, we're, we're kind of calling our parents uh, yes. to ask for uh, guidance, a little bit of guidance. And, you know, I got one parent that loves their pool and, you know, cannot talk uh, well enough about it. Loves the hot tub loves the swimming and going mm-hmm. out there and just sitting on the patio and sipping a cup of coffee. And then I got the other parent that's like, you should rip that fucking thing out and stick mud in the hole and you would save more money. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, he, I got both ends of it coming at me. Yeah, for sure. And then it's just like you find, you find the perfect house and it's got this shitty just money pit in the back and you're like, fuck and then we end up going back onto the listing and we notice that it the price has dropped 30 grand well we we saw what, what the price was the price was already at the tippy top of our budget yeah um it was the actual line of our budget yeah. and uh our our realtor saying you know you can you can go ahead and put in a bid if you really like this house and we can we can put in a low bid and then um, we can have a conversation. You know, I can open up a, a, a line of conversation with them and say, "Hey, this is what it's what it's going to cost." And didn't happen to bring up that. Oh, by the way, they've already dropped this house thirty grand in the last thirty days. So, so the likelihood is that they're not going to drop it another thirty grand for pool repairs. Yeah, exactly. So you're kind of barking up the wrong tree. Like if you have just told us that from the get go, we probably would have just been like, "Don't show it to us." Don't. Like, I don't want to get my fucking hopes up. Yeah, because that was that was the last one on the list. That was mm-hmm. the one that we wanted to see the, the most. absolute most. Because of the inside, we hadn't really seen much of the pool. Yeah, because they'd done a long shot of it. We we couldn't see, you know, the details. Trickery. Of it. That's um, what we're saying. Like the people that are taking these fucking pictures have got to be masters, or they're doing it before this. The shit starts falling apart because we didn't see any of that, obviously. But yeah, going in and seeing that pool, it was just it was unfucking believable. So, oh man. Yeah, so that was, was a big bummer. And like yeah. my, like I said, I I called my dad and I called my mom, and mm-hmm. uh, my my dad was saying, you know, you can, uh, you can call out a uh, inspector for the pool mm-hmm. and get them to give you a bid on what it would would cost you to to fix something like that and you know really get a, a judgment before you put in a bid mm-hmm. and then i got my mom that says you know well that's kind of backwards on how you would do that you would put your bid in first um and then uh get the inspectors to come get, out. get the inspection and my thought on that is like i'm not 
putting a dime down. And in, in order to put a bid down for the house, I've got to pay one fifty, one hundred and fifty bucks out of pocket. Which that's not that's not that big a deal. Like we can do that, um, but that's one hundred and fifty bucks for us to just to say we're willing to put some money down on this house. Um, but you need to fix your fucking pool, dude. Or you need to knock it down yeah. a bunch of money, and then when they say no, we lose one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, and plus. If we're we're calling out someone to do an inspection on the house, and we also have to call someone out to do an inspection on the pool, that's money out of our pocket as well. Right. So it's like we can. We're losing money before we've even gotten an approval to get the we house. Can quickly get up there in in some money. I, I mean, I'd love to. I'd be fine with spending the money to have an inspector come out and just look at the house. Usually, you can get like a free quote or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, on, on you know a, a pool yeah you, you know I don't, I don't think you get a free inspection quote on a house but you right. might be able to get a free inspection quote on a on a pool if you're willing to have them do the work for you right um but I, i'd be willing to to put the money out there to go see you know hey, what's this going to cost yeah. me to do and then uh you're going into your bid knowing like what you can do with it mm-hmm if you don't know what you're going into it, why why would I bid on something? Exactly. You know, th- this is not uh, storage locker wars. I'm, I'm not just guesstimating. This is a house that I'm planning to pay money on for 30 years. Right. If we're we're walking into a fifty thousand uh, dollar sinkhole, mm-hmm. th- I'd like to know that. Yeah. And for it, sure. it's not that it counts it out. Because again, the house was perfect. That everything about the house Location was was, was perfect. A, amazing for us. Yeah. We loved every part of it. And you know, if if we've got you know a ten or fifteen thousand dollar you know repair to a house or, or repair to the the pool, that's that's not out of the range of, of things. But I'm not I'm not paying somebody else for their fucked up pool. No. You know, I want I want a pool that. You we know, for, that we can swim tomorrow. in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we're fucking expecting. That's what you are expecting when you're putting all this money into into buying a home. Mm. You're expecting it to be moving ready. Good grief. So we had a whole bunch of other uh, topics to get into. Um, we talked to, We talked about getting a guest in before we... Uh, we did this one today, but we we just kind of wanted to do this one by ourselves. Um, we'll have bitch. we'll have a guest in probably middle of the week, and then we might have them again uh, in a couple of weeks so that we can do the full version that we had actually planned. But we'll we'll go over the other topics that are on my list at that point. Um, but that was just kind of a catch up. I think we did uh, you know a couple hours here. Yes, yeah, just kind of what's going on right now with us and a little. Little thoughts on our weekend that we did and letting you know what's going on. Yeah. Look at look at her. She give a daddy kisses. Just sweet puppy. Yeah. Mama's boys and daddy girl. Get on in there, girl. Ooh. All right, so from uh, from Kristen and Jonathan here at Terrible Humans, uh, we're signing off. You'll have a good week, and we'll catch you at the next one. Bye.